0: Good morning. This is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Wednesday, the 1st of February 2023. Starting in Asia today, in Turkey, opposition parties have said that they will reduce the powers of the presidency if they win presidential and parliamentary elections in May. The nation alliance of six opposition parties have said that they will choose a single candidate for the presidential election within the next two weeks. They accuse President Recep Tayyip Erdogan of making Turkey less democratic and giving himself too much power. Opinion polls suggest that Erdogan will probably not win in the first round of the election, and the second round will be very close between Erdogan and the opposition candidate. In Pakistan, the death toll from the bombing in Peshawar has risen to 100. Khadija Tahir reports. Medical officials have said that at least 100 people were killed and 225 are injured. After the suicide bombing in Peshawar, the attack occurred in a mosque located inside a government security compound and most people were killed after the roof collapsed. This is the deadliest attack on Peshawar in almost a decade and is a part of the Pakistani Taliban's 15-year uprising against the Pakistani government. In Palestine, United States Secretary of State Antony Blinken visited Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas yesterday in Ramallah, a day after visiting Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Blinken reaffirmed the US's dedication to a two-state solution, criticized Israeli settlements in the West Bank, and promised $50 million support for Palestinians. I believe it's important to take steps to de-escalate. It's also important to continue to strive, uh, not only for reducing violence, but ensuring that, uh, ultimately, uh, Israelis and Palestinians alike enjoy the same rights, uh, the same opportunities. Australia's nuclear agency has joined the hunt for a radioactive capsule that the mining company Rio Tinto lost a few days ago. The capsule, the size of a pea, is said to be extremely dangerous, and people in Western Australia have been told to call the fire brigade if they think that they find it. Europe. In France, there were more large protests and strikes yesterday against pension reforms, The government has said that it is economically necessary to raise the retirement age from 62 to 64. In Ukraine, Russia has claimed to have captured some villages in the Zaporizhia region, however, there is no evidence for this. There is extremely heavy fighting around Bakhmut City in the Donetsk region, and Russian forces are now in the north, east and south of the city, and are firing upon the only roads which go in and out of Bakhmut. The United States and the United Kingdom have said that they will not give F-16 fighter jets to Ukraine. Ukraine has requested fighter aeroplanes to help to control the skies of Ukraine. However, the UK government has said that it is not practical to give planes to Ukraine, and when US President Biden was asked about sending planes, he said no. Poland has said that it would give fighter jets to Ukraine if other NATO countries did. Germany's Chancellor Olaf Scholz has been in South America this week. During his visit, leaders from Argentina, Chile and Brazil have all condemned Russia's invasion of Ukraine, and the annexation of Ukraine's territory. However, they also said that they would not send weapons to Ukraine. In the UK, today marks three years since the UK left the European Union. Economists for Bloomberg have said that Brexit is losing the UK about £100 billion per year. America's In Canada, the state of British Columbia has decriminalized the possession of small amounts of many hard drugs. Now, adults found with up to 2.5 grams of these drugs, including cocaine, heroin, and methamphetamines, will not be arrested or charged, or even have the substance taken from them. Instead, they will be given information on health and social services. Canada legalised cannabis in 2018. In Peru, there have been violent protests in the city of Cusco after an indigenous leader was shot dead by police. Remo Candia, from a Quechua-speaking community, has become one of more than 60 people killed in protests since the removal and arrest of left-wing President Pedro Castillo in December. Brazil's former President Jair Bolsonaro has applied for a six-month tourist visa to stay in the United States. Some Democrat members of Congress have said that Bolsonaro shouldn't be allowed to stay in the US because he is responsible for the actions of his supporters, who destroyed government buildings in Brasilia last month. Africa, Kenya's education minister, Ezekiel Machogu, has banned classes for children before 8am or after 4pm. Machogu said that Kenyan children were suffering from being forced to study early in the morning or late at night. And Pope Francis has become the first pope to visit the Democratic Republic of Congo since 1985. The DRC has a population of about 90 million people, and around half are Roman Catholics. That's your world news in seven minutes. A big thank you to Marlene in the UK, Fedele in Italy, and Angel in Spain. For becoming our newest supporters. If you'd like to support us and have access to the transcripts of every episode, then go to send7.org. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Tomorrow you will be with Juliet Martin. Have a great day.